Welcome back to Normies Like Us. The podcast reminds you it's hip to be square. Put away your hockey mask and bust out your best knit sweater because it's mama's time to shine. We're talking the original Friday the 13th on Normies Like Us. us, us, us. Hi, girl. Excuse me. Hi, boy. How far is it to Camp Crystal Lake? Goody Camp Flood, ain't you? God damn it, Ralph. Get out of here. Go on, get. Jason was my son. We weren't doing anything. We were just messing around. You heard it up top. The school bus just parked, and we are ready for summer vacation. That's right. We are taking a trip to Camp Crystal Lake because we're talking the one, the only Friday the 13th. With your hosts, um, I'm just I'm just gonna do a, a, a call it then. <laughs> I like that. I'll be counselor Mike. This is a little known young actor named Kevin Jacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is my second favorite Kevin Bacon horror movie. Uh, Tremors, you know. That's yeah. right. Shout out. <laughs> we're, we're a little bit more of a Tremors heads. I'm, I'm excited to get your, your Kevin Bacon thoughts. But but Kevin uh-huh. Jacon, you you only did one movie before this, of course, uh, National Lampoon's. Um, oh, what's that movie right. called? Food fight. What the fuck's Animal that movie House. called? Animal, Animal House. House. Yeah, Thank that's you. right. Yeah. That's right. And in now you're here with us, though. I'm going to be dancing in that that's town right. that doesn't love dance. Oh, it'll geez. be great. Yeah. What a what a career you've had. Seriously, 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 incredible stuff. But yeah, we're here. We're back. It's week two of Spooktober, as you know. We always talk wow. the spooky stuff. Last Woo-hoo. episode was The Exorcist. You know, go back that's and right. listen to that for a fully uh, detailed discussion. I remember. Yeah. It, like it was yesterday, recording that <laughs> <loved> episode. <laughs> or hated it. Yeah, we find out. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm sure. If we can break kayfabe for a minute yeah. here. Um, We're just take to off say, the hockey mask just for a second. Yes. There we go. Take off the burlap sack. Um, <laughs> we, we're not recording this in October, but we are, in fact, recording this on the 13th of a month. <laughs> not the right. Friday the 13th. Dun, dun, dun. Wednesday the 13th. Wednesday the 13th. Wednesday Adams would love it. Um, I'm That's sure. Right. Um, but a but much yeah. less scary title, Mike. Wednesday the 13th. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, much less uh, scary. Less of a cultural kind of staple. But uh, this will come out uh, on the 10th. And then that Friday, this October, this Spooktober has a Friday the 13th, which is why we ended up covering the uh, the first film in the series, the original, the oft-overlooked uh, Friday the 13th. No number, That's no right. sequel. No one goes to space. So, yeah. And of course, last here. year... Or not even last year, two years ago, we talked about Halloween, mm-hmm. yes. the other seminal slasher franchise of the 80s. Absolutely. Um, so now we're talking, maybe it's Imitator, you might say, Friday the 13th. Well, two. very true to point out. Yeah. But but also important to point out for this podcast, Jacob, you've gone a little uh, spooky in your past, a little spook crazy. And when we did Halloween, you watched all the Halloweens. Uh, we when raised we hell. Did uh, oh my god! When we did all the Hellraisers, <laughs> that was rough. Love it. I, maybe I'd rather watch Revenge of the Fallen. All the Hellraisers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But important to point out, we're just talking the original here. Like Mike said, no part, no space. I enjoyed you throwing up. Yes, yes. 
We have done a, right. a, a general episode on Friday the 13th, the franchise, yes. a, a couple mm. years back, and you can go ahead and look that up. But that uh, naturally devolves into what Jason is your favorite and this and that. And it yeah. has less to do with kind of the first movie. So we figured we'd shine a spotlight on it for the uh, upcoming holiday. Yeah, I think yeah. this movie in particular is very interesting. Uh, of course, because Jason, as we know him, doesn't really appear. And mm-hmm. so I'm interested to talk about that because the, the killer in this movie is, of course, not Jason. And Spoilers that fascinates for 19, me. Just, uh, yeah. Classic. Well, it's interesting because we can't watch this with the context. We, we can only watch it with the context of what the franchise would become. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is yeah. a franchise that is synonymous with a giant hulking man in a hockey mask. Uh, with a machete. And this movie is not a that zombie, <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> right. maybe? Question mark? Maybe, yeah. He can't up. kill him. He escaped hell. So, who knows? Yeah, he has a worm in him. We know that. Yes, and again, <laughs> yeah. does go to space. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, it was very cool uh, yeah, when he goes to space. But, uh, yeah, this is an interesting movie, especially because we can only look at it from the context of we kind of grew up with it being about Jason. Yeah. We can't really look at it from the eyes of audiences coming into this. But it is an interesting look at Let's say the first of a franchise, the same way we kind of talked, you know, praise on John Carpenter's Halloween. This is now a look at another thing that started a long running franchise and we'll discuss, you know, uh, properly uh, soon, you know, how we how it does its job, I guess. Not the madness of what it is, but uh, real quick, Mike, what is your history with this first film in particular? I honestly think I had never seen it all the way through. And I just really, knew, yeah, it's just it was Jason. You, you watch the Jason movies and this wasn't that. So right. this was kind of fresh. I did watch it twice because one time I was a little distracted. I'm like, maybe I didn't really get it. And we'll talk about it. But I watched it twice for this. Uh, sure. I have some thoughts. But how about you, Colin? Do you grow up with this? Seeing this? You know? Yo, I think I probably pointed this out in our Halloween episode or maybe in that Friday the 13th episode. As you said, go back and check them out in armies. But I really didn't do slashers as a kid because they really did scare me. And I had a real bad experience once watching Halloween for the first time where a couple local kids were pranking my house because my dad used to do this dumbass thing where he would just leave out one bowl of Tootsie Rolls and say, take one. It's not classic. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Dump classic prank bowl in my bad house. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we were like getting like egged and stuff like while we were watching it. It was just like too scary and too much. Right. Um, This series, I definitely did not see this one first. I think I saw Jason lives with some cousins and was nervous as an older cousin put it on. And the younger cousin was like, Hey, if I can watch this, you could watch this. I remember being like, yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Um, yeah. And that movie's essentially a cartoon. So by the end of it, I was like, oh, this is crazy. I kind of like this. And then really enjoy Jason X as well. But this film, I think my first exposure to it is the opening of Scream, where, of course, it is a trivia question to keep Drew Barrymore alive, who is the killer in Friday the 13th. That's right. Trick question. Yeah, that's right. That might have been the first time I was made aware of that. And then there was a Friday the 13th game. There's like an Easter egg where you could find like the sweater and stuff. People were streaming that game. So, you know, Uh, the the whole, uh, yeah, the whole twist of this, you know, I I think it's just kind of been a thing that's floated out there, you know. But Jacob, how about you? Yeah, for me, uh, my background, I mean, normies, if you listen to this podcast, you know, I'm probably the least spooky boy here. Like, (laughs) I, I don't 
I don't not like horror movies, but I wouldn't say I'm a horror fan in the same way that maybe you guys are, or even mm. Joe, our old co-host. Um, I'm probably the least spooky boy, but I come at it from a, you know, I'm learning about these, these, you know, franchises, like seeing all the Halloweens. I'd only seen one or two of them at most. So seeing the whole series was very, and you're like, Oh, druids. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I'm kind of, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of revealing these blind spots that I had as a younger person. Um, so no, I had never seen this movie. Um, I'm trying to think which Friday the 13th I've actually seen. Jason X. I've definitely seen, mm-hmm. uh, Jason takes Manhattan or Jason New York. Manhattan. Or, yep. I think I, I've seen much like the Muppets. He in fact yes. takes Manhattan. <laughs> I've seen two, three, like for sure. I can't, I can't remember the titles, like two, three X, you know, two seems like, that's Baghead. The, yeah, Baghead and then yeah. Hockey Mask and the three. Mm-hmm. I That's feel like my I've favorite seen, 3D. Yeah. Oh, I feel yeah, like I've 3D, seen at yeah. least some of those older ones with Jason, the classic image of Jason. Mm-hmm. But this one I had never seen. I'd only heard about. And of course, I knew the spoiler going in, which is why I'm so fascinated of like audiences sitting down in theaters in 1980, seeing this movie for the first time, having no context of who Jason Voorhees is, what this movie is. Uh, it just fascinates me. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting study, you know. So I say we just, you know, cut right to the bone of this and we'll jump right into it, uh, I guess, right after this. We're talking Friday the 13th here, like we said on Normous Like Us. Uh, here's the thing, guys. Like we said... We're not using machete right now. We're not using our hockey mask. We're talking, in fact, early, 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 early slasher film. Totally different than the rest of the franchise, mm-hmm. but not totally different than a couple other slasher films. Right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. And as I was watching this, I kind of looked at the date and it's like, OK, 1980. And then we did Halloween two years ago. So like 1977. Clearly, they were like, OK, Halloween was a smash hit. We're going to like. Pick yes. another spooky holiday, Friday the 13th, and we'll just capitalize on that. So then I went further back, and I'm like, well, I know Black Christmas inspired Halloween, and that's 1974. And then I'm a big Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan, which is also 1974. And oddly enough, they have the same release date, October 11th, 1974, for Texas Chainsaw wow. and Black Christmas. The U.S. You'd release date was a little bit later. Yeah, but internationally, you could have watched them both. Can you imagine so, Weird timeline. So Black Christmas to Halloween to Friday the 13th. Texas yeah. is kind of on the side here, but it's still well, big. I was so many holiday themed. Yeah. 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 T- Chainsaw Day, obviously. You can see the evolution of, of the what would become the slasher genre yes. or subgenre. What I'm interested to know is now, obviously, this is not the first movie about a group of teens out in the woods, having sex, doing drugs, and then getting mm-hmm. killed one by one. It's. I don't think it's the first movie to ever do that. Maybe like Texas Chainsaw definitely had elements of it's a group of teens, promiscuous uh, teens smoking dope. Yeah. Kind of thing. I mean, the but, cabin in the woods. Well, I I should know this, but when is Evil Dead? I, I that Evil is Dead like is eighty one. Eighty one. Okay, eighty one. Thank you, Mike. And then so. Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street is eighty four. So this, that's kind of where we get yeah. our lineage here. Uh, yeah. So this it might be. It might be Jacob. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it really set that template at least. And obviously, this is a very much a cash in on the success of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you read, I know, uh, Colin, you might know a little about the making of this movie, but I did read a little bit about how 
essentially was just shot on very, very cheap and then made a lot of money in theaters. It's one of the most successful independent films ever made just because. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So check it out, Jacob. You say inspired by Halloween, literally director Sean Cunningham hires a screenwriter to say like, just come up with a slasher idea before it's done. He puts an ad out in variety. That's like, who wants to buy the next Halloween? I mean, he's like, right. we need to make this now. And like we said, it is the next year. So it is being made concurrently, essentially, and stuff. I mean, it is That's absolutely the closest shameless. summer camp to Burbank or wherever they film this. Yes, you know? right. <laughs> Get in the car. Uh, but yeah. of course, it costs like $500,000 and it ends up making millions of dollars. Yes. So it like is, it is one of these million, things. And if yes. you adjust and for inflation, it was essentially shot for what would be about $4 million today. Mm-hmm. But if you take, you know, if you're adjusting it's gross into, you know, it's it's several hundred million is what it made. So Sheesh. several hundred million of today's dollars on a four million dollar budget. Yeah, that's incredible. That's a paranormal activity kind of thing. Yes, that's exactly. Wild. Yeah. And obviously so, they used, you know, all no name actors other than Kevin Bacon, who hadn't broken out in a big way yet. Right. Um, but yeah. It's interesting to look at this as the beginning of the franchise because we, we kind of know the twists, you know, going in. And it's it is a very 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 slow burn. Uh, mm. Like I gotta say, up until the last twenty minutes, I think this is one of the most boring fucking things I've ever watched. Wow! It's, I'm sorry if that's harsh, but it's. it's just, I I'm loving it twice. first reactions here. Okay, I watched wow. it twice just to be sure I wasn't being too hard on it. And the first two thirds, it's pretty boring. I yeah, I I somewhat agree with you. I don't think it's a very good movie. The thing about it is. Obviously, they're copying Halloween. Halloween was directed by John Carpenter, uh, one of, if That's not the peak. greatest horror director of all time. Yes. Yeah. Sean S. Cunningham is no John Carpenter. No. I mean, no so, Cunningham either. <laughs> oh, wow, Mike. So <laughs> Sorry. check it out. Sean yeah. Cunningham ends up really not doing much noteworthy stuff. He does a movie called Deep Star Six, which I like, which is like a monster movie and kind of like his biggest return to horror. He doesn't really like mm. it. He didn't like doing it. Uh, this guy, Steve Miner, who is executive producer on this film, he ends up – he's basically gopher on this first movie. He's like, I'll do anything. I'm jumping around. I'll fill in any role. He's mm-hmm. the writer and director of two and three. The next, he right. like creates what the idea of Friday okay. the 13th is. And Sean so S. Cunningham kind of stays on as a producer – more yeah. name only just because he's making yes. that money, right? But huh. Jake, when you're saying he's no John Carpenter, it's like, yeah, <laughs> no way. No. Like, it's not um, even close. Yeah. I didn't no, see one but cigarette I would say, plume in this one. <laughs> yeah. It's a really, I mean, at times, amateurish film. I mean, it's, it's again, it's yeah. a low-budget indie made in 1980. It's, it's not the greatest filmmaking in the world. I, however, even though I think it's, objectively not a good film i do kind of love it because mainly mm. because of the third the third act the twist mm-hmm. essentially the last half hour 20 minutes agreed um, it just fight. gets so wacky <laughs> and so wild and i thought the beginning was okay like i was into it getting to know all these different teens it drags a lot in the middle um and it really lo- yes. it really lost my interest because i was into it for like the first half an hour and i was like okay i like this setup classic setup 
And then it just kind of, yeah, it yeah. goes on too long, which is crazy. It's like a 95 minute movie and it feels too most long. of, yeah. yes, that is true. It does feel <laughs> long for an incredibly short film. Most mm. of the things I want to talk to you guys about are literally just like questions like that I had while watching the movie, not necessarily while I was paying attention to it, but I was definitely like, I wonder if the guys went to summer camp and I wonder if they've ever played strip monopoly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Who doesn't No, you. Yeah, Boy Scout camp, right? Uh, no, I, I've been to summer camp. Well, <laughs> no, Mike, no, I hope not. <laughs> no, no, we, I did go to summer camp. It was Boy Scout camp. There was no strip monopoly, however. You know, oh. you, you do swim. You know, you had to get your swimming badge and whatever, make a fire. Sure. You know, that's so cool. I did some light summer camping. It was probably definitely, uh, you know, it, no one was murdered, but yeah, you know, the whole thing. Did big you mess hall. tell scary stories did you watch horror films while you were at summer camp did you watch sleepaway camp or something no like that? no one was doing scary stories there was no acoustic guitar by the fire you know there's s'mores and stuff but it wasn't it was like always scout related activities so either merit badge thing, yeah. team building thing cooking you know you got to cook on the fight like that kind of team building activities it wasn't like like right this. but did you ever go to summer camp like jacob i yeah. Uh, Jacob, did well, you go to summer camp? Yes, please. Well, yes, I did. In fact, uh, Normies, I don't know if I mentioned this before on the podcast, but I also was in the Boy Scouts as a young lad, a teen. Uh, and I maybe was in it longer than you were, Mike. I was far less committed. Further. Crossing my fingers, neither of you guys were molested. I'm just like, I, I just want it yeah, so, so far, bad. so good. Please. Okay, good, good. Um, There's a reason I left. No. But I did, <laughs> in fact, good. go to, uh, I camped a lot as a as a as a young boy and a teen and Mm -hmm. in my boy scout troop we would actually go camping one weekend a month every month for the entire year um so i would camp you know 12 plus times a year for years so i was camping in the woods a lot and in the summer i would go to a week-long camp uh, a boy scout camp called seven ranges scout reservation in ohio Mm. if you've heard of it normies uh and in fact i i went there every year for like five or six years. And so much so that by when I was 15, I, I was a counselor there and I worked there oh, wow. most of the summer. Yeah. Wow. Mike, well, were you, you ever a counselor or anything? I was never a counselor. That's so cool, Jacob. I shouldn't guide people's lives. I should not be trusted with that. So no, I never did any counseling. <laughs> no, me I've been either. in counseling, uh, but you know. Yes. You yes. No, but, never. Please. <laughs> In fact, I, you know, this, this, I was, I would just, this camp was so, uh, fun for me that I just mm-hmm. wanted to be there all summer and also do counselor things, which means basically Smoking uh, teach and merit badges monopoly. to, uh, to kids. Basically well, means hook up in, in the downtime. Yeah. <laughs> right. Unfortunately Pretty with the Boy Scout camp, they did have, there, there were female counselors, but not very many, but it was more like, um, mm-hmm. but there were rumors and stories and whatnot of hookups between you know, fraternizing in the off hours. Like a yeah. girl really scout fun. camp being in the distance. <laughs> it's across the <laughs> no, lake. There, there, were, um, yeah. <laughs> there were female uh, counselors at that time. They weren't involved with the Girl Scout because Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, the official organization, they're not really. Right. They're two right, different. Right. Right. You're not um, selling cookies. No, no, we're selling popcorn. Uh, <laughs> That's right. But there is. But, uh, <laughs> of course, Boy Scouts of America has made a bunch of changes in recent years. And now it is actually like a. a, a intra gender thing like girls can Mm -hmm. join the boy scouts because girl scouts at the end of the day is different than boy scouts not to start ranting about boy scouts do you think it's just called like bsa now like boy scouts of them like mm -hmm. they don't want to say boy anymore probably 
I'm not sure about. I'm not sure what Unified Scouts of America. I think USA. Unified Scouts of America. Mike, I like that. I like that a lot, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) they did change in recent years due to one losing money and wanting to be you know more accepting and and more scandals. People joining means more money. Yeah, scandals. But you know, I have mixed feelings about my time in Boy Scouts, but I uh, enjoyed a lot of it. I mean, it was fun hanging out with my friends that were also in Scouts. There's a lot of downsides. I don't always agree with their morality or their ideology of the mm-hmm. world because you had to be they were very religious at times very kind right. of you might say conservative values especially in ohio um but yeah, i had a lot of fun sure. at summer camp and actually the camp i was at was a, looked a lot like the camp in this movie yeah well oh, let me wow. tell you something the, the the threat of overly conservative values is not not existent in this movie but before we get yes. there <laughs> Colin, a police a officer tie-in. does say some stuff about the devil. Uh-huh, yeah. Right. Um, well, how about well, you? Im- important to say, Mike. Jacob and I also grew up on lakes, so I think that kind That's of right. also just kind of gave us the whole like, I, like I'm so used to being in a canoe or just like mm-hmm. wearing swim trunks with your clothes because you're gonna like eat lunch real quick and then like fucking get in that water and like horse right. around with people. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I sent you guys the link to my camp today because i looked it up and i was like yes. oh it's still alive but oddly it was a sleep camp it was a it was a go away to camp but mm-hmm. it was school sponsored we mm. went with uh with i believe my junior high we and my brother did it his year as well it's an entire week your way at the camp you sleep there my father came he was like a, you know one of our guardians for the night or whatever um, I was never a counselor. That would have been so cool. I wish, dude. And I loved it. I had yeah. a great time. I love doing shit like that. So it, it is interesting to think about us growing up having experiences with some type of summer camp because I think now it is less common and it's almost like yeah. a pop culture. Summer camps only exist for people to be murdered in. Like if right. the it average knowledge like, of summer well, hopefully camp, kids are still young going kids have stuff, now. Hopefully, well, I mean, and, and like Seven you, Mike. Or, yeah. Well, we just didn't tell scary stories. We we would do more like they would do like talent shows and stuff a lot. Yes. But like Jacob at your Boy Scouts, were they doing like around the campfire? Yeah, they did all that. I mean, they did talent mm. shows. They did singing songs. They did ghost stories like the whole nine yards. Dude, and it was a week stories. long camp. So you would come on, I think, a Sunday and then you would yeah. leave like the next Sunday. So it was like a whole seven day thing. And Seven Ranges, I mean, it's one of the most popular boy scout camps at least in ohio or in that area i mean uh but you would you would stay with your troop in a campsite the adults would come they were kind of like the the mm-hmm. guardians and stuff and then each troop they would everyone would eat in a dining hall together so there's this big building that's the dining hall yeah um and then there would be evening activities and stuff so there's a schedule you could follow and then you would do, be doing merit badges and stuff during the day you could go swimming the swimming mm-hmm. lake looked very much like like the dock and everything looked a lot like the dock in this movie and uh yeah it was a good time Man, yeah, nice. take us back. Take let me get murdered by a, a woman in a sweater. <laughs> yeah, please. I'll, I'll take it for a fun yeah. week. Man, like fucking playing volleyball, eating <laughs> a dog, point, hooking up with some girl, and then I get an arrow through my head. That sounds yeah. fine, actually. Perfect weekend, I, actually. Yeah, I shot rifles <laughs> and shotguns there as like a little, little kid. I was shooting. I was doing archery. I was doing swimming. I mean, there's all kind. They had you know, and it. I'm sure it's still around today, and it's probably even better because they probably modernized certain things. Um, but yeah, it's a great time. I, you know I, think I always think now spend some time. I bet camp. I bet they teach kids drones and shit. Mm. I bet drones oh, are wow. such a part of like kid hangouts now. I don't know why, but I always think that because they're just so easy to buy and shit. 
Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, film your skateboarding with this. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. We did wilderness survival merit badge. Mm-hmm. So we were building shelters in the woods and whatnot. Hey, you do know. you guys still have your badges, by the way? I, I'm i sure I do somewhere. somewhere I mean, I not to brag or anything, but I did make it to the rank of Eagle Scout, which is the highest rank. And you can only do Respect. it before your 18th birthday. If you don't make it by your 18th birthday, you can never become an Eagle Scout. There's a lot of work. Made it out unscathed, dog. Some some <laughs> to you, dog. Some well, fucking. There's a whole some drama there where, where some adults in my troop had it out for me and didn't want me to get Eagle Scout. It's a whole wow. thing. Yeah. I won't retell that now, but vendetta. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. vengeance is a theme of this movie, so you know. <laughs> and if those teens had some of the skills that you have, Jacob, they might have made it out alive. That's well, right. would we yeah. have enjoyed summer camp in 1958, which is when this film starts? <laughs> That's right. I right. We're starting in 1958, um, yeah. but it seems like a little camp frog really doesn't change. Browns. No, no, it does not. <laughs> no, it's just counselors hooking up. Um, yeah. But there's there's an incident that happens in 1958. Two counselors are murdered. It's a POV shot, so we don't know who the killer could be. And then that happened in 1958. And then it's just yeah. present day, and we're off to the dun, 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 now. Dun. Again, with the Halloween comparisons, this is like almost exactly like the flashback in Halloween where Michael oh, yes. kills his sister. <laughs> All POV. POV shot. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, now this film uh, again, Jacob. You mentioned the uh, cheap budget. Now, of course, they did not have the Steadicam. Uh, ability, which is one of the things that, of course, makes Halloween, the first film, an immortal mm-hmm. classic. That is one of the best shot films of all time. Mm-hmm. Right. This is mainly shot with Handycam, you know, just yeah. handheld yeah. style. Yeah, It I'm, adds an interesting aesthetic. Yeah, it yeah. does feel very indie. When I'm watching it, I'm like, you could do this with a cell phone now. Like, the amount of resources they had to pull together oh, just sure. to make this thing. It's kind of astounding that they, they made it, so I, I give them a lot of credit. It is an important film, but you yeah, know, Sam Raimi was still prototyping his two by four at this point too, so they didn't even have that. You know, that's right. It was, that's so, right, Mike. Yeah, right. It was certainly a lot harder to make independent films back then, and even making, even using film? film. Yeah, like do you understand the process of shooting film, exposing it properly so that it's not completely black or completely blown out. And then you can mess up something in the camera, get your film back weeks later or months later, and it's entirely ruined, which is something that Colin and I experienced mm. in film school, right? Yeah, so, um, all the time. It's, yeah, it's a very finicky medium. Yeah, especially you in an never, independent... Yeah, shoot. Yeah, no, you never are seeing... Like, when you look through the viewfinder of a film camera, it's just a mirror, but what right. you're seeing isn't your image. What you're seeing in the room isn't the image. You have to yeah. know what... If you're what shooting on light. a Bolex or something like that, like, right. you're you really got to know your, your film. Shit. Yeah, yeah, you got to know your shit. So the fact that they pulled this off, one credit to you because we just have it so easy now. But uh, that's right. You have to. And I will say these takes are mostly what worked. Mike is what is in the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's some takes where a dead body is like definitely breathing, and you're like, that's the only one they got. That's the only one we got. It's Sorry. like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Sorry. Again, there's some stuff this one's that's exposed. Not so great in here. I will say there are some shots and some moments in this movie that I do like. I think mm-hmm. are like interesting shots and then there's a lot of stuff that looks not very well shot and i'm like man why do they shoot it like that or actors giving not very convincing in performances and whatnot that's interesting you know what i like the most about this can i give my pervious take i've ever given on the podcast before we really dive into the content of it kevin speedo nsfw do not listen to this at work right now i think this film 
is sexier than like modern pornography is, which is very much Mm. like unnatural looking people now doing very violent acts most of the time. Whereas this is a film that's mainly about people like smoking weed and like being very chill and hanging out wearing fabrics so loose that both sexes genitals are just sort of like (laughs) on display and like out and about. They're hanging out. They're having a good time. People are smiling and giggling during like sexy scenes. Like I watch this and I'm like, this is a hot fucking movie. This movie is like good. No, you know, I had a I had a thought along those lines uh, where I'm watching this and then I'm thinking about um, Ty West X and I'm like, X sure. isn't just Texas Chainsaw. It's 50-50. Oh, this yeah, 100%. Friday the 13th 100%. and Texas Chainsaw. I'm like, wow, yeah, when they're right. playing the guitar in the cabin and they're having fun and stuff, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, so that was right. really cool to see kind of those two movies put together and in a film that's very much about, you know, the adult film industry and this kind of stuff. So definitely uh, when you point. Yeah. In the swimming scene, when you have a young hot stud named Kevin Bacon, pre-footloose, young 22, 23-year-old guy mm-hmm. in great shape, they're like, definitely throw that guy in a Speedo. Let's get some you know, uh-huh. shots of his body. Like, let's, get those, let's get those things out and about. And it's yeah. great. Yeah, and he gets um, the only like sex scene proper in this is yeah, him and that his right. girlfriend or whatever. So they're like, yeah, Kevin Bacon, screen time. And they're like yeah. kissing in the car in the drive up with that other fucking asshole, the fucking class clown guy that yeah. I'm very mad we didn't get to see get murdered. Mm-hmm. There's, He's yeah, the there's some characters that, him. He could shoot an yeah, arrow. that I found really annoying this, especially that the class clown guy who luckily was like one of the first people to die he should be in animal house not this He's in <laughs> yes, movie. that's funny that's good yeah, um, I'd say right. some of what some of his pranks would uh classify as probably sexual assault today well like he prank pretends also, to drown with so a deadly weapon can... yeah 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 a lot of things um there that is a problem with this movie in general is the characters like there's no it doesn't feel like there's a clear main character really like there is like by the end but it just kind of meanders between these different moderately interesting teens like there's no focus right. on anyone we meet the one girl who's a hitchhiker i'm like oh this is our final girl what up and she's yeah. just what, like, like no. an intro yeah i don't mind the twist alice is like that because i was expecting yeah. her to be the final girl the jamie sure. curtis and then yeah. she dies before she even reached the camp which i think is a interesting kind of twist on that but there's is, do they do it on purpose because they spend so much time with her in the town it, like is it a misdirect uh, or did they just poorly structure a film that's all i'm, I'm not saying. sure yeah because there are some like little things in here some misdirects that i like like the local crazy guy who shows up uh one of my favorite parts of the Classic. movie is just this old guy <laughs> you're gonna die here I'm a, it's got Look, a death curse if a death i curse. opened my pantry and a fucking skeleton <laughs> man walked out and told me how i was gonna die i would find a gun regardless if there was one there and kill this fucking crazy <laughs> what i love guy. about this Get guy here yeah, I like how he walks out. There's a death curse. You're gonna die, and he just hops on his bike and rides Bikes away. What, what yeah. the fuck? What the hell just happened? It's like yeah, that guy's jigsaw great. would do to you, <laughs> right? Is he but I like that instead. because uh, it serves as both a foreshadowing, kind of ominous thing, and also sort of a red herring. Where you're like, well, is this guy the killer? Like, if you don't know about, obviously, this is if you're seeing it's this presenting live itself for the first as a who done it. You know, yeah. Yeah, because you don't know who's killing people. You don't know who Jason Voorhees is. You don't know who Pamela Voorhees is. Well, no, and but, that's but, a problem I have because it is mm. set up very briefly. It's like, oh, you didn't hear about what happened? Guys driving her to the camp. Yeah, 
58, two people were murdered. 57, some kid drowned. That's the only hint we get to the backstory of our killer for the whole movie. There's right. no more clues. We don't hear the well, name Jason Voorhees until the end. No, the kids say, you know, sometimes it is called Camp Blood and they kind of ribbit each right. other, which is kind of the only indication that they seem to know that something was up in the past. But otherwise, they seem pretty loosey-goosey about where they're at. Well, all not the a locals, mystery the audience can discover. Yeah, like, there's not a mystery The locals are telling him. Out to stay away and all the mm-hmm. kids are just blowing it off like uh freaking locals what do you know classic setup but you yeah know, there's there's nothing that could lead you to discover the answer for yourself is the no. problem i think you know but i what i love about this the twist no. of it is that it's just so out of left field right and i mean it's like you know if in halloween if you find out in the end of the movie that it's Michael Myers's mom that's killing people, not Michael Myers, right? Like, it's just have you, so yeah. wacky. Have you guys seen Sleepaway Camp? Do you know about the famous Sleepaway twist Camp. in that film? Okay, no. Jacob, have you? Okay, you can spoil. I it's will old. never. No, 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 oh. no. Because I don't want the listeners to know. It is okay. one of the most important twists of all time for this genre. Wow. So I think that film again, really capitalizing on this one, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's an important element of these films is to have the wild out of nowhere twist. Again, Halloween is so refined. You don't you don't hold it against John Carpenter just being better than every trope that he's basically defying and defying. No. Yeah, no, that I think they are doing their best here. And again, there are some shots you are like, well, this is nice. We got a nice cozy camp vibe going on. That's why I kind of liked it to begin with. I was like, OK, these kids are all right. They're having fun and stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, in the middle, it just kind of slows down and you're like, all right, we get it. Like, let's, you know, let's pick up the pace here a little bit. Yeah, because they throw in the the owner guy, the mustache kerchief man, who is the wildest look of anything I've seen in a movie. Yes. And then he's like Mike. hitting on the main girl. And it's like, maybe he could be the killer. He's kind of a creep. Like, hey. they're trying to set up a couple people that it could be, I guess. You're right. actually a really good artist. Mike, watching yeah. this guy, all I could think the whole time was like, because this is an 80s movie when it was released. It was made in 79. But to me, it feels right. so 70. And yeah. mustache David coming out, you know, the fucking guy here. I was watching yeah. the whole time and all I could think was I would have done so good in the 70s. I would have done fucking if man. you took me now and threw me back there, man, I would have I would fucking clean up in 1970s. Yeah, it's, it's, That's, uh, too you know, right now. <laughs> I was thinking about it because I was like, this guy, I like his look, actually, but people don't really look like this anymore. They don't style their hair or like have mustaches like that anymore. But like it's a very 70s, 80s look. But I'm like, you know, what? he's kind of pulling it off. He's got it's the, the reveal. Going. It's the yeah. reveal in The Simpsons where Ned Flanders takes his shirt off and he's ripped. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, wow, nerd up top, hunk down below. Yeah, he's, a, like, he's like wild tree combo. stumps. And it's yeah. like, oh, this hot older guy who might be into one of his younger counselors who owns the camp. Yeah. Like, you know, I like it. But maybe maybe even a worse kill than the class clown guy, because it's a combination of off screen and on screen, oddly enough, in that it's just kind of poorly shot. You don't really see what's happening. Right. Yeah. And he's out. He's out on the town for most of the movie. He's coming back in this like rainstorm. Um, And his his death is is very similar to the the hitchhiker girl death where they kill mm-hmm. before they reach the camp and everything so yeah right. yeah which is like cool it. Yeah. And it takes him out of the running for the two options we have crazy guy and him i guess at this point but right i do want to shout out something i do like with this movie and you know again this is my favorite special effects horror artist ever this is a tom savini joint tom savini oh, yes, yeah. dude 
some of the stuff we get with the arrow through the neck and stuff. There are some like the throat cuts are good. Like, yeah, the, the effects makeup and the yeah. effects are really good. Obviously, Tom Savini, you know, that's one of the big strengths Godly. of the movie for sure. Yeah, there's not many, but when they are there, those are good. The axe to the face. That's very good effect, especially for the really time. Cool. Like, so so good job, Tom Savini crushing it uh, as always. So that's kind of one of the highlights. If you're a, a gore enthusiast in the horror genre, check out some there's an early Savini joint. So let's go check it out for that reason alone, or at least look at the kills or whatever. Uh, yeah. Side note, anyway. I just like Tom Savini. <laughs> he did, he did um, the, the greatest. On, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zombies. But yeah, so th- it's kind of meandering. It takes a long time yeah. in the middle. Um, trying to think of really, what else to just fucking shout out. Yes, please. Like, really, what do you talk about? Yeah, it's just the, the camp setting was nice. I appreciated the storm coming in to create like, you know, different texture. Yes. To break things up, but it just, it just drags. You could be 20 minutes think- leaner. Part of the problem is, I mean, it's only 95 minutes long and they don't do very well of like a, a very good job of sort of getting to know all these different characters. You have all these different counselors. I mean, you have Alice, Adrian King, the main girl. You she's have, she's like this innocent artist. artist, I guess. You have the jokester guy. California. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. She wants to go to Cali. But the, but the rest of them feel so interchangeable almost where it's like they're not given their own personalities. They're just kind of there. We don't get to know them there, very well. There no. are during the strip monopoly scene, uh, one of the girls gets up to goes to the bathroom and then I believe it cuts to Kevin Bacon having sex with his girlfriend. And I was so sure they were the same girl. I got extremely <laughs> confused. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, there's not yeah. personality being made with the. And again, I think they're like we're just doing a Halloween ripoff. They don't need to be, yeah. you know. So that it does hurt the the movie. Um, right, but you're getting to know these characters. Like you need to really, they they should have been characterized better. Yeah, it's it, not a it, very sophisticated person- movie. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of movies that have taken this formula and done a lot more with it that have come out in the last forty, fifty years, sixty. Years. Right. I mean, damn, how I long like ago the was nineteen? Head version of this, but um, nineteen eighty yeah. for this, but um like they they try like what's a hitchhiking girl like all right i know you've hitchhiked here to do this summer camp job you have a dream you like working with children i'm like oh i I know about you and now you're gone and then the next most i know about someone is that you're a good artist and you have to go to california that's it so the characterization not great um but the final act should we just uh should we just jump to the final act right like cut right to it we're all that we put our sweaters on is hey put on our sweaters we'll be right back (laughs) we're gonna talk the twist uh yeah the real highlight of this film right after this We're back here on Normies Like Us. We're talking Friday the 13th. And we said we're about to jump into sort of the end here. We're going to talk the twist. I'm going to reveal real quick because mm-hmm. I want to talk about maybe a lesser known fact. Um, the twist is it's Pamela Voorhees. It's the mother. And we get these mm-hmm. great speech. We'll talk about that in a second. But we get a moment where you hear voiceover from Jason that's like, Kill them, mother. Kill <laughs> them, mm-hmm. mother. Yes. Now, supposedly, his name, his name was Jason. Urban legend is the composer actually sampled Kill Them, Mother to ma, ma, ma. That is what is actually happening. Now, of course, whenever I do it, I always do ch, 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 ka, ka, ka. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it almost sounds like someone breathing. It's like, yes. 
Right. Like, I, I have yeah. seen the hardcore Friday the 13th fan. They will be the uh, Kima variety. Like, if you're Chukaiing, you'll get in trouble. So, um, I think the okay. Kima has been okay. adopted. I'm not hardcore the, enough of a fan, no. I don't think. I watched a YouTuber review it, and he said, and I know, sure. ka ka ma. I was like, all right, apparently wow. you know what I mean. Uh, well, so, again, Trekkers and Trekkies, right? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, sure, something that's pretty much cribbed from Halloween of like having some kind of signature score or something that accompanies the killer. Obviously, mm-hmm. Halloween has the incredible soundtrack written by and performed by John Carpenter, which is much better. But but that is something that stuck with this. That sound effect stuck with this franchise for the long haul. And some of the music in this is really good. And like at the very end, I want to get to the very, very end, but. There's like a really nice soft kind of 80s chord progression. Like yes. Since yeah, I, like, I mean, this yes. is my favorite thing. It's, I was it's literally so like, great. I'm watching like. Twin Peaks right now. Like, that's yes. what it sounded yes. like. I downloaded I that thought, song. Did Angelo Simolenti like, write this? That's yeah. so funny that we all went to that. That's, that's great. great. And, and it works for where that ends up going, too. Because you're like, it's yeah. out on the lake. Yeah, that's like yeah, a good gorgeous. Ending, actually. I love it. It's like, oh, wow. She's in the back of the truck driving away from Leatherface. It's like, oh, you did it. Great job. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. But, uh, but Leatherface is driving. The end too. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, I do have some uh, thoughts that. about the very end uh, that we'll get to as well. Yeah, but too, first because... let's do this big twist because yeah. we, we, you know, someone shows up to the cabin. All the teenagers are getting killed. It's just Alice, correct? Alice, the artist who might have to go to Alice. California. If you're not happy no, by Friday, no. I'll put you on the bus myself, Alice. Um, That's Here's the thing. What yeah. is... What is her relationship to this camp owner? Like, are I think, I think they are up. having an affair? Is my understanding yeah. because there's yeah. also these some of these other like I feel like the uh, one of the other counselors is also hitting on her throughout the movie. Am I wrong about that, or was that a different girl? No, no different they all have hair. short hair. I don't know. Yeah, the Bob, hard to tell. During but, um, the Monopoly scene, I think they're like there's something like where that the guy that's oh, playing yeah, yeah. it's like oh, it seems like he he's into her as well. So that's like the football guy, right? Yeah, he's kind of hitting on everybody. Yeah, though. Dan Marino jersey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dan Marino <laughs> jersey, man. So, um, but yeah, they've all been killed. Kevin Bacon got an arrow through the neck. Uh, we get a awesome. copy of the you know halloween knife shelf with arrows this time we get we get a nod real quick before you get to this mike do you have a favorite kill the arrow for sure for sure yeah the arrow here's the thing about the the air the door arrows guy yeah which Mm -hmm. i think is dan marino how did that happen that's dan marino yeah (laughs) yes how did a middle-aged woman pin this guy to a door off the ground using like three arrows that's what i want how did she push one through a bed (laughs) yeah how did she throw somebody through a window (laughs) she's very great questions yeah yeah yeah. it's the power i've been doing since 1958 is power lifting Uh (laughs) oh my god pamela your biceps (laughs) yeah takes her sweater off she's a fucking six pack she's She's so ripped you're like oh my god damn yeah that's it 100 so yeah it's her, her it. power scaling is high but somebody does yeah, show up to the cabin in a jeep alice thinks that you know it seems like a nice old lady like hey who are you i'm pamela Voorhees, old friend of the whoever's and i used to cook embrace. here yeah you know hey oh i'm saved but it turns out no 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 because we've seen that jeep before um but we do get yes. this cool villain speech. And this is where we get, okay, here's everything we need to know. Because at this point, especially in 1980, you're like, what the fuck is happening? So she right. gets her villain speech if we want to kind of set The it villain speech. It well, is I wanted to ask greatest. you guys if you like this reveal of Pamela Voorhees of like 
how they reveal that she's the killer kind of slowly, right? Because she goes, she's like, everyone's dead there, everyone's dead. She's like, I'll check it out. And then slowly, uh, Alice is like, oh, wait, something is not right here. This lady is weird and like something's yeah. not right. She's like, oh, so young. How could they have opened this place again? You know, they what were happened? making love. They were making love when he died. Yeah, so well, why I mean, does she want revenge? Can you kind of explain the speech or motivation a little bit? Too? Totally. Um, she, <laughs> I think I have it here. You know what? Let me, let me, yes, the, yes, I the do. Text, <laughs> the did you know? <laughs> did you know a young boy drowned this year? This camp was created. The counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young boy drowned. His name was Jason. <laughs> his yeah, name was Jason. His name was Jason. Uh, and and this my is my son. I work here. Here's the thing. Because mm. I think this is the moment. This is the junction where everybody down the line gets this puritanical fascination with slasher films. Because if you think about it, Lori, Jamie Lee Curtis's character mm-hmm. in Halloween, smokes weed. She's a virgin, but her and her friends' plans that entire night are kind of interrupted by babysitting because they want to fuck. They're trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to fuck while doing their jobs and invite right. boys over. And yeah, you watch the, the kids lead for girl minutes. in this. Yeah. Yes. Everybody in this smokes pot too. And yes, the ones who are having the most sex are getting killed. But like we just suggested, I think Alice is having sex with the guy who fucking runs this place. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, the last thing that we see in the Monopoly scene is it's strip Monopoly, obviously. And it's getting to the point where she's about to take off her shirt and then it ends and they're like, and the guy's like, are, were you really going to go through it? And she's like, I don't know. I was thinking about it. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. that's good evidence too. And then I really think it is this speech from Pamela of you were having sex. So I'm punishing you essentially is what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the loss of her son here mm-hmm. that really just codified this conservative veneer that needs to be used in reviews and critiques of slasher films that I've really never appreciated. And I, I, I think it's led yeah. to a lot of people parroting that trope where mm. I don't really even see a trope in the first I place. I think it's so. a post. Yeah. It's something that people had, you know, people had an interpretation of after the fact, like John Carpenter yes. was not trying to make like an anti-sex, anti-drug no. movie. And right? would he was never. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. He was really just trying to make a movie about a sh- essentially Jaws if Jaws was like a human, right? It's, it had really mm-hmm. nothing to do with about like it was I this conservative that. value. Great, that yeah. is brilliant, yeah. But it's just saying here's how teens be. They smoke weed and they want to be promiscuous. Yes. Time. So he, he just – So all that came after that sort of interpretation of things. And, and there have been movies since then that really – hammer that point a lot harder than these early ones for sure well and mm-hmm. and i'll also say this jacob i think the role of this series in particular i know we all just agreed you don't really get to know these characters but i don't think any of these characters are particularly villainous or deserving of what pamela is inflicting wrath upon them right in this revenge no, meanwhile yeah. friday the 13th going forward all the other films start to do this thing where it's like, he's the biggest dirtbag ever. He's smoking weed and grabbing his girlfriend's titty. And you and can't wait guy. till Jason yeah, cuts his fucking head <laughs> off. And it's such an interesting thing to twist, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think the closest thing to that is this prankster guy who, by the way, did uh, fake drowning to get yes. like a girl to give him mouth to mouth. To grow uh, up yeah. a woman. Yes. yes. <laughs> 
So not, I was not, okay with that guy. Not dying. appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. See yeah. you in hell, buddy. <laughs> and he shot an arrow at her too when she was standing next to right. the unsafe. Activities. Oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah, a cinematic uh, depiction of uh, Native Americans when the cop shows up. That's true. He's appropriate he Native Americans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. like that's what they're in trouble for. Jacob. He goes, "Oh, geez." <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Which was oh, yeah. a funny scene, but but they're not uh, really painted to be, yeah, like completely immoral or like they're they're, no, they're no. just immature kids. teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then Pamela's motivation is clearly like that's why the kids were fucking around and my son drowned, so all fucking around See, must die. Yeah, yes. what I take from it is that she's gone so crazy in the years since her son died that she. Yeah sees these counselors as the same counselors from night. Like she's not differentiating that these are different people. She just sees counselors yeah. at this camp and that's what caused her son to die. So she's just, I mean, she's, lo- she's, you know, she's lost it. At the very it would least- take me so much energy to kill 12 people though. <laughs> like I just don't have yeah. to admit this. Point. I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. an old woman having it in her. <laughs> that 1958, even, well, she's been working out first of all, to have that energy, yeah. you know, right. um, we learned about vitamin C. You know, people are doing vitamin C at this time. So there's a lot of advances in health. The sun, it's good for you, baby. Yeah. Come on. Just figuring out that like smoking cigarettes is bad for your health. Turns <laughs> out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, but, um, God. At the I very least, it. Pamela wants this camp to be shut down forever and will kill anybody yeah. associated with bringing it back. It's, it's hard yes. to fully understand her motivation. I think that's what makes her really fascinating. And I think if there's anything that should be rebooted, it's nothing. But after that, you could redo like a prequel. There's a, there's so much here that we're only scratching the surface of with Pamela Voorhees, will, kind of with how well, bizarre she is. Say, yeah. Mike, Peacock has greenlit a series by Brian Fuller, the guy who did the Hannibal series called Camp yes. Crystal Lake. That will be mm. sort of a Pamela oriented story. It's fascinating like, of her time as a cook there. I like she's that because a great villain. Like she's fascinating. Mm, yeah, super fascinating. And it's so off kilter to not have a giant guy in a mask, but just have a regular sized old, like not old lady, but like middle age, fifties, something like that. In a sweater, um, be the killer. And the fact that they re- they did make a Friday the Thirteenth reboot in like two thousand nine, but it doesn't include Pamela Voorhees. I think that's stupid. Oh, I love yeah. that film though. It has so it's many. Great. It opens with that whole stuff and a woman mm-hmm. going crazy, and then of course later michael myers style she does see his ghost and i of course kill them all jason (laughs) yes well i do want to talk about the of course the the ultimate ending so so there's a big fight um we get it well here's the thing i made fun of laurie strode for having questionable decision making skills at times when running from michael but he's a giant murdering killer guy get it right freak out uh alice alice knocks knocks out pamela voorhees several times I right, could finish the job and does not. I, well, she does if eventually. If I saw eventually. the bodies hung up, Mike, like the arrow and stuff, I would think she was working with someone else. I would run out of mm. just like fear well, of loss of control of damn. the situation. That's the I thing think. is this one-on-one fight confirms my problems with her – Pamela killing all these people off screen in these unconvincing ways and then having this one-on-one fight where she can barely hold her own against this team. She needs to be the whole. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like someone else is obviously helping her. I've got it figured out. This is the new conspiracy internet. Get ready. Get your video essays fired up because this is where we're at. Okay. Mm. Old guy, or crazy guy knows shit goes down at the camp because it's collusion with the cop and Pamela. 
So the cop goes to scope it out. The cop's doing the killing. Pamela goes to finish the job for, you know, um, theatrical effect and fails. Yeah. Yeah. So the cop's in on well, that. Who's, who's, who's Jason's dad, Mike? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Oh, man. I think we've got wow. it. I think we've got it. All the right. cop is We're in remaking <laughs> Friday the 13th faithfully. Yep but with some changes. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we get a decapitation. Is it with a machete? Incredible the machete we get she, There's just a machete, as we all have by our canoes. When we're well, that's well, they why it becomes a earlier, staple. They kill that, by yes. the way. I'm pretty sure they killed a live snake. Oh, they killed a real snake. They definitely would not fly today. They definitely did. A real snake, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, I was like, that, I'm pretty sure so they had... You know, animal safety standards in 1980, but as being mm. an independent film, maybe they got around it somehow. But no, my long notice and a yeah. snake were inside a basket and thrown over a river. Right. Yeah, let's yeah. do this. And we get this struggle. She gets it. She cuts her head off. We get almost a supernatural moment of the headless horseman. I mean, her hands go up and sort of like a horror. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. It's it's one First of all like- very. The most yeah, iconic decapitations in horror history, you know? Yeah. It's a great decapitation. Very funny to think this girl could just one shot Swap. completely chop her head off, but it must have been a really sharp machete. I don't know. And like when moms can pick <laughs> up cars, when, when the adrenaline's pumping <laughs> yeah. through you, you can yeah. do some crazy stuff. <laughs> but, um, but so she gets out into a canoe and just drifts out until the morning. And that's yes. when we get our favorite, favorite song. Oh, my God. I love it. Well, is that what you guys would do, though? (laughs) I wanted to talk about this uh, incredible scene of little Jason coming out of the water and grabbing her. Well, that's yeah. Yeah. Because the music is lulling us into safety. You think it's over. You think it's over. All of a sudden, little baby Jason grabs her, pulls her on her. She wakes up in the hospital, right? Mm -hmm. I called him Frog Boy before. Now... She does she maybe say my special son Jason or something? Is there any indication that he's handicapped in any way? But then we see him. He is not handicapped. He is already a he's zombie. Like all burned essentially. Up. Yeah, he's kind of deformed. Yeah. He's a little shape. monster boy. Yeah, which yeah. again looks great. I mean, the the, mm-hmm. the makeup looks great. Um, Designed by Savini. Yep. But the fact that again, this is, godly. you know, obviously we. There's no concept of adult Jason at this point. Like Jason is a kid that died in 1958 in the canon of this movie by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact, so it's just it's just fascinating. Or does he come out of the water and is he doing stuff? He's not obviously because the POV. And is then like going back family. in, Mike. <laughs> what does that imply? He swims back to the bottom. Does he live there? Well, here's his little legs. Yeah. Right. Here's how I would have changed the ending because obviously she wakes up in the hospital. It's a like, dream. Oh, it was a dream. Um. But they are oh, all no. dead. Because here's what I would have changed. She wakes up in the hospital. She's like, are they all dead? And they're like, dead? What are you talking about? Nobody's dead. She dreamed the whole thing. That's how they should have ended it. Oh, that would really? <laughs> I think they should just end it when he gets pulled underwater and say, that's the movie, folks. Yeah, yeah that's a, a monster perfect, boy. That, the jump scare. Just fuck you guys. Go that's, home. It like, would have been wild. Nice. Yeah. Because I, yeah. yeah, I got got by that jump scare. Anyway. That was a good jump scare. Sure. And then I'm yeah, sure the you guys didn't see it. Well, leaves questions about what is Jason, and then in the second movie you could get that. So they I don't is like he the interested in scene. hockey? Right. I do like. <laughs> you know, I do hockey. like that it's kind of for to skate on was, the lake, not swim. He was it. my boy. <laughs> he was my little hockey boy. He would skate, not swim or drown. <laughs> I do need to watch part three to see if there's actually a reason why he starts wearing a hockey mask, or if there that's is. ever explained. <laughs> that's good. Um, but I do like how the ending is sort of open ended, where it cuts back to the lake, and you're kind of thinking. 
wait, was there a little boy in the lake or not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get some nice Twin Peaks music, fade out. Beautiful. And mm-hmm. I would say extremely worthy of what comes after it. it that is a, a fine little picture, right? Yeah, just tighten it up a little bit. But again, amateur, like young, new independent filmmakers, nobody's, again, you know, this is kind of breaking new ground. We've had so many things that have copied this and done it, like, you know, more streamlined yeah. or whatever. So it's easy to criticize this, but it's truly one of the pioneers. So it's going to have rough edges. Uh, so for what it is. Another. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And another moment I like regarding Jason is when. I think one of the girls even hears a kid saying, help me. Right. And, and uh, runs out out in the rain. So, mm-hmm. so you're hearing this little kid's voice. So I like the mystery. Oh. Of like, is there like a little ghost kid out there or not? And then later you hear, obviously Mrs. Voorhees speaking as her son saying, kill them all mommy or whatever. Kill yeah. them all uh, mommy. Help me. But my, you do hear a little boy's voice before that. And the, you know, one of the counselors goes to kind of investigate it. And I like yeah, it's that. That's not her. Right. Yeah. It is interesting. I always forget about that. I, Cause I forget how that gets resolved because there's so many things happening slowly that I forgot. Right. <laughs> that, that during yeah, the whole yeah. monopoly rainstorm stuff. You got to go pee. Yeah. And that whole thing. Yeah. But again, okay. yeah. And the fact that, Alice is imag- maybe imagining this little boy coming out of the water. Maybe there's some kind of ghost thing going. I like the open-endedness of it, even though it doesn't really make sense. It's like an interesting yeah. kind of twist on a slasher movie. Maybe Bring yeah, some maybe paranormal, just... supernatural aspect into it. Yeah, and that's kind of what Jason becomes eventually. But the idea that, yeah, she just had a nightmare in the boat because of her ordeal and manifested this vision of yeah. Jason versus is there a And would you go sail out in the middle of a lake on a canoe right after decapitating a lady I, who killed I, a bunch of people? I, I don't know what I would do I, after that, honestly. Maybe I would. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd try to drive the Jeep. I'm pretty sure. I'd look for yeah. the keys or something. Yeah. I think we needed one scene with Mrs. Voorhees checking in on the campers like a normal person in the jeep after the yeah, first kill. Yeah, because it is so, such a left turn. Just yeah. like, oh, you're, you're yeah, established the, the camp. character in the beginning. And, and literally the guy yeah. with the mustache, you don't say what it is, but the start to that scene at Mike is him going like, you know, we always really appreciate you coming here after what happened. You know, it means a lot to us or something. And she's yeah. like, of course, I love dropping off lunches for the kids and, you know, uh-huh. good luck this year. And, you know, it's just like, oh, great. Yeah, that would just be like the good to have little it reopened. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And even the mm-hmm. the first kill, the hitchhiker girl, it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense that she would pick her up and then not speak because we see her speaking so much to Alice at the end. But then she just silently drives this girl and then eventually kills her. Like the girl starts panicking because they go past the camp entrance. And then she's like, please stop, please stop. But she doesn't say anything to her because obviously she can't or that would, you know, reveal who she is. But I was like, it just it didn't work for me. No, it kind of sucks. Yeah, I do like that. She jumps out of the car, gets her throat slit. And then Pamela puts her back in the car sitting upright just to be a jump scare later for. Right. Yeah. You know, (laughs) get her back. in the vehicle. I'll drive it around town. The throat slit really does. It looks so good. It does look great, man. Yeah. And we get two of those in this. So, Um, yeah, establish character a little bit more because I think Pamela is very interesting. Um, Yes. Yeah. And if you set her up, you know, yeah, as a local, when you meet all these locals in the beginning, people are warning them not to go to the camp. I'll give you a crazy ride Ralph. to Camp Crystal Lake. I know that place, you know. Boom. Yeah. There you Instead, go. Instead, you get this other, you know, local guy that drives 
someone in the town. And it's just like, if you're setting up all these local, you're setting up crazy Ralph as a red herring. Yeah. You could easily set up Pamela and then the payoff would be so much better at the end. when it's But you would, because you would never see it coming because she's a woman, Jacob. If right. she was the kindly old woman and she did have the dumb little bit that I just suggested of like, sorry about the tragedy or whatever, you would just assume it was the killings of the counselors in 1958. You'd think like, oh, she was a mom of one of those people. That's Oh, you worked there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You would not assume she was the drowned kid's mom. Even yeah. just to say, yeah, my son used to go to that camp and I used to work yeah. there. Bad stuff happened, but they're reopening it. Good. Yep. You know, yeah, I think you could, you could fix this movie a lot by just having introducing her as a character earlier, because when she shows mm-hmm. up, it's just like, this is the first time we see this character. So it's less of a reveal that she's the killer because we've never met her before. Right. It's just a what the fuck. Like I can even see it yeah. again. We're rewriting history. We're playing our, you know, Monday night quarterback, right. our quarterback. Like if she then is acting very sweet while driving the girl there, but then the owner of the camp is like, get the fuck out. You're always giving us a sh- shit. Like, like there's an adversarial relationship that we don't know the history behind. Like the owner is not yeah. happy that Pamela's there. It's like, yeah. okay. And then we have a lot yeah. of three, three candidates now. You know, the owner right. of Pamela. Yes, that's interesting. That's how I run it. Again, there are some moments that I like in here, but there are definitely things that could have been done better. And it's extremely spaced out when when the high points hit. There's a lot of downtime in between. That's the other thing. And yeah. It's the 80s. Movies are paced, but 90 minutes and it feels like it's two hours. So that's the right. problem. Like but, again, um, that, that, that snake scene, decapitating a snake with a machete, foreshadowing to her decapitating. Wow. This is Voorhees. I like that, even if I don't like them killing a snake on screen. Not but, a real snake, but yeah, yeah, okay. There's good metaphor there. So there's a little bit of foreshadowing and there's some moments. Again, Crazy Ralph was an inspired choice to have him just randomly show up like that's fun yeah um, but then <laughs> there's a lot of yeah a lot of downtime in the middle where it's just like not really working for me no thanks and all the a lot of even the kills they're they're short they're spaced out and then there's ones that just happen off screen so there's like a lot of like it's 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 short we, little and, bits of you know excitement yeah and then nothing. and also to compare it to halloween you don't see who's obviously you don't see who's killing these people the entire movie which is yeah. different because you see michael myers actually killing people in the first halloween and you see i mean you see him in his mask in the in, in the beginning here it's it's some faceless person killing a bunch of people mm-hmm. uh and then at the end you reveal but which is of course important for the reveal but it's just less i guess interesting to watch when you don't know who's who's killing them yeah on a second viewing having watched this twice seeing the 1958 scene again like that makes sense like when i'm watching i'm like oh yeah that's why they're not panicking it's just the cook like walking yeah. up to these kids like that that's oh, why we like, weren't oh, doing hey, we, we weren't doing nothing it's like okay so <laughs> yeah. that starts to track i guess but yeah it, there's definitely this inspired a long-running franchise um it's not the best entry in the franchise, but it has some of the no. most interesting ideas at the very end. So that's it is interesting going for. Yeah, it's so much of what the franchise would be known for is not in this movie compared to Halloween, where like everything about Michael Myers is kind of set up in the first movie to where like that's what they would follow for every film after this, like his look, his weapon of choice, et cetera, et cetera. Here, we don't even get, again, we don't get Hockey Mask Jason until the third movie in the franchise. We don't get Jason the Killer until the sequel, which I wanted to mention because I did start rolling into the sequel, uh, watching it, because I was like, all right, let me watch the actual Jason introduction. 
Um, I didn't finish it because I got about, I started watching it after finish. Like I just went right into it after finishing this movie. Uh, this movie is 95 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Friday the 13th Friday part two. two is 85 minutes long. That's right. Oh, wow. And it's, it's an hour and 25 minutes And the first 10 minutes are mostly like Halloween part two flashbacks. That's right. Of scenes <laughs> of how, of there's Friday a lot to set long. up. <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. If you had to make a big leap this story to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I kind of fast forward. Cause like, I literally just watched this like five <laughs> right, right. minutes ago, but it does start opening on our hero our jamie lee curtis of the first movie alice amy and then there's a whole intro no alice yeah yeah um (laughs) and so i watched basically the intro starring her which i don't want to i won't spoil anything that Mm -hmm. happens in part two but Hmm. there's a there's an interesting hook that I was like, all right, I need to watch the rest of this, but I was tired, so I went to bed, and I, but I will be finishing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that too for Spooktober. Yeah. I'll see how many, how deep I get. Because you gonna watch some more, two, and I'll roll to three. That's great. Let's, let's get to the yeah. origin at least. I'm curious how this plays out now that I have all yeah. the information. Yeah. You know, I wanted, yeah, I want to talk about that intro, but I don't want to spoil it for for you, Mike, because you haven't seen it yet. And um, no, I've seen it. It's pretty. It's, oh, okay. I've seen the bad yeah. head one. That's like one of my favorite. Jason's. But so. you, you remember what happens in the very beginning. Right. Yeah. Like, that's how we're figuring it out. So. Right. You get a lot of sweater okay. lore and stuff, too. But yeah, dog. Well, Say the it. way that movie Say ends it. is really cool. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's an it's hour not, and 15 how, minutes. Once yeah. you cut out the, the flashbacks, it's literally an hour and 15 minutes, which I think is about as short as a movie can be to be a feature film. <laughs> I, yeah, I, right. I appreciate it, though. Yeah. No, killer, sure. no filler. That's where that comes from. <laughs> hey, right. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, how about this then? Let's let's go ahead. We'll talk our final thoughts, and we'll talk maybe the legacy of this, and maybe maybe we can convince Jacob to spoil for the listeners uh, the second <laughs> movie. But we'll figure that out on the other side. Uh, this Friday thirteenth, <laughs> normies like us. Here on Normies Like Us, we're wrapping it up on the holiday to kill all holidays. Friday the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Here, that's right. On Normies Like Us, it's not Freddy, it's not Michael, it's not Wednesday even really Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. It's Frog it Boy Jason and his mommy. <laughs> Here, that's right. That's right. Which I didn't realize now seeing this for the first time that Friday the thirteenth is Jason's birthday, and that's the connection to that date. Oh, mm-hmm. she says. It's my son's birthday today at the end. And so, what yep. is the holiday? What's it's not a holiday. Life? It's just his birthday. No, 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 no. But what is the what the supernatural it's like uh, there's bad alignment? Oh, yeah, it's like an old it's just it's the like a legend. Yeah. It's like, it has to be Friday like, the 13th, an old wives but I think tale. it has something to do with Black Friday. You know, Jesus stuff. Mm. So a Friday. Yeah, the when we get all those deals, Mike. No, I know what you're talking about. I don't know for sure. If I was speculating. Well, 13 yeah. is kind of like a satanic number, I guess, because it's I don't know why, but well, if I'm speculating, we have Black Friday, Jesus on the cross, and 12 disciples and one Jesus. So that would be 13. Isn't so isn't 13 like considered an unlucky number? Yeah, there's unlucky. 13, is it something about so. the number of days in a week since it only occurs in like one month a year? Is it like a harvest moon or something? I you know, know what I mean? One of those up. weird lunar cycles. Maybe. Could be. I also wanted to ask you this. Um, yeah. Speaking I have of, played Strip Monopoly. 
questions <laughs> about things in this movie. Kevin yes. Bacon, right? We all know Kevin Bacon. Would I kiss him? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> Would I kiss him? We all know, of course, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? right? Where you try to connect an actor to Kevin Bacon by things they've started. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. But where, how did that start? And why did they choose Kevin Bacon to be the representative in that game? That's what I want. I know he's That's been in a lot a of movies question. with a lot of different actors, but so have a lot of actors, right? But and specifically, Jacob, Will Smith is in a film called Six Degrees of Separation, I believe. Is mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon in that movie? Is that sort of like a joke on that? I, I don't I know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, hmm. but I, I think it came about in the nineties. That's when it started to get popular. And like, it's like a game that it's like a, it's like a party game where you can say name an actor. I, I used to do it in college all the time. Just like, yeah, mentally, yeah. like, you know, what can you, but why Kevin Bacon? Just cause he's been in a lot of different kinds of movies with a lot of different actors. Cause it rhymes with separation. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I guess that's true. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, maybe he is just in a lot of different genres and stuff, you know, footloose tremors, this, I don't know. Yeah. All over the place. I don't know. I feel like there's actors that have been in more things than Kevin Bacon. Yeah. When his daughter starred in, um, what was that film called? Oh, Smile? Or uh, Smile, was it called like, Smile? I was going to call it Suicide Yourself or like kind of whatever it is. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. I believe it is called Smile. He, I remember him very much being like Mike, like I got my start in horror with Friday the 13th, but not giving Tremors any love. And mm. I remember kind of being bugged by that. Yeah, no. Well, Tremors is a little Tremors. later, so if he's talking it, about getting a start, he's, horror, yeah. If he's saying yeah. start, you're right. Yeah. And That's then he true. was in a a slasher Tremors type movie recently called They Slash Them, which is basically Friday Thirteenth oh, yeah. at an, an LGBT conversion right. camp. So it's got like, Have you seen that? yeah. I haven't seen it, but I, it's an interesting premise, Whoa. right? I haven't seen that either. Yeah. How do they spell it? Oh, they did use the word they slash, slash, them. slash them. Oh, I think that's okay. very clever. But it's like a gay conversion camp. And yeah, yeah, so it's got some like political current events stuff. So I think that that sounds interesting. Yeah. No, that is interesting. I did look up Friday the 13th, you know. Um, Part of it is the crucifixion in Christianity. Jesus is Mm. crucifixion. There was 13 people in the upper room and lower room of wherever he was doing the Last Supper. Uh, Also, Uh, of course, uh, just generally, though, Friday the 13th, it's not really a thing till the 19th century, according to Wikipedia. There was a play a guy wrote in 1834 where something said, I was born on Friday, December the 13th, 1813. So double down on mm. the 13th there and nothing is but misfortune, whatever. So it's just kind of a mix of 13 being bad luck and some general, I don't know. Seems like anytime there's like historically evil stuff, it always traces back to Christianity somehow, right? The devil. Right. What yeah. would do we have? Do we have any <laughs> holidays left that we could use? If we wanted to make one. Well, Joe did show us that we have Saturday the 14th came out a year after this. <laughs> so I've Amazing. never yeah. seen that. Yeah. That looks incredible. Yeah. Another holiday. It's a very funny movie. I don't think there's any holidays that have not been made a horror movie. Groundhog Do you guys know Day? what Devil's Day is? That's Obviously, there's the um, Bill Murray movie. but <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, Devil's Day Devil's is the day. day before Halloween. I think they mainly celebrated in Detroit, but it's when you're supposed to do like criminal mischief. Mischief night. Like burn down buildings. Yeah, totally. We had it Mischief Night in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Mischief oh, Night. Yeah, mischief okay. Night. That's the trick, and then you get the treat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're saying Happy Death Day is a Groundhog's Day-like movie, but it's not. And that's like your best day. It's a Groundhog's Day-type movie. That's not. So maybe (laughs) we could do a Groundhog's Day, but I'm sure somebody's done a a Black Sheep-style Groundhog's Day parody, right? (laughs) Someone should make a January 11th, 1990. 
that would be a great day to have. This a- is a this is a little off, but did you guys see there's a horror movie coming out that's like a slasher film that instead of the slaughtering, it's called the slothering, and it's about a killer yes. sloth that it says death will come slowly to you. <laughs> that's amazing. Even with I the was- sloth being your killer, it's probably paced better than this. Yeah. Well, very true. <laughs> I was Savage. thinking like a groundhog horror day would have to involve like the groundhog being the killer yes. somehow. Yes. Yeah. Somehow. And, and you relive somehow. it. You relive it. Yeah. Escape. Yeah. Stop. Right. No. He's in control. It's you're in hell, and that's the purgatory. Yeah. It's every day this groundhog chases you down until Damn you can right. Groundhog. Yeah, we can say you know St. Patrick's Day. Itself. You can say Leprechaun is a St. Patrick's yeah. horror. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Halloween three um, sort of. <laughs> Yeah, black, yeah, you know, black Christmas, Mike, obviously. It's a bunch of Irish witches. <laughs> oh, you have Silent Night, Deadly Night, too. So, yes, right. yes. Garbage yes. Day. And so many Christmas slaughter. Um, yeah. 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 So, I don't know how many other holiday ones. Uh, there's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, you know, stuff yep. like that. Yep. So. Thanksgiving. Yep. That might have been an Eli Roth parody in the Grindhouse. No, 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 no. There's one where it's truly about a killer turkey that comes back to life to kill you, but there is an upcoming film that is the. Um, what were those things called, Mike? The the death proof and grindhouse. Thank grindhouse, you. Yes, yeah, the yeah. grindhouse trailer yes. that he made is getting adapted to feature length. That is coming out this oh, November, okay. like, and it's kind of a funny. Black Friday parody. The the commercial way, the way I was joking about earlier. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, Black Friday horror movie that happens while people are going crazy trying to get deals, deals. on TV. I think that's Damn. so funny. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, and then. The sequel, Black Friday the 13th. <laughs> Cyber Monday. Okay. Valentine's Cyber Monday. Day. We don't have a Cyber Monday. <laughs> Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday is good. I was going to say Valentine's Day with a Cupid killer, like arrows through your head and shit. Instead of that making you fall hard. in love, they just make you fall into Dead. your grave. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. your grave. That's the tagline. <laughs> wow. I love I it. I like it. Um, nice. It's, wow. it's only for people who aren't in love. You know? Yeah. They don't April make Fool's enough, Day. Uh, Have you guys seen that? themed horror movies. I haven't before. seen April Fool's Day. That yeah. is April Fool's Day. Film. Right. Oh, nice. I haven't seen that. Now, Cyber Monday. Happy Death Day is, is based around like a birthday. So that's kind of yeah. a holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's na- um, National Donut Day maybe doesn't have one yet. I don't know, some of those weird <laughs> <laughs> national holidays maybe. Yeah, be there's a like a national ad campaign right for Duncan right now. Ben Affleck fucking killing people. <laughs> yeah. It's national Donut. Donut Day and I'm the killer. Mother's mm-hmm. Day or Father's Day. Mother's Day. Day. Right. Oh, man. That's good. Nick Cage had that Hereditary. mom and dad serial killer movie mm. Uh, mm. where they go crazy and start slashing people. I don't know. Maybe. Labor Maybe. Day. It's just a bunch of pissed off working class. Right, right, killers. right. That's Josh know. Brolin um, <laughs> having sex with Kay Winslet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There you go, Brolin. Um, uh, I wanted to ask... Yeah. yeah, you know, we talked about Kevin Kinda Bacon. Wanted I wanted to mention mm-hmm. Mrs. Voorhees herself, Betsy mm-hmm. Palmer. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, veteran I, actor. Yes, and I was reading about the casting of this movie a little bit. Obviously, they didn't have a they didn't have a bunch of money to throw around or anything, but they wanted to get kind of a big name actress for this role. I think like Joan Collins, they offered it to like mm-hmm. different like kind of against type, obviously roles for like a middle aged woman. But I think she turned it down because she's like, "What you want me to play like?" some killer or something that's not what i like that's not really my it's thing. basically mommy dearest yeah right she did before so but hmm. some different different i guess kind of 50s and 60s actresses um a couple bigger names that turned it down and then betsy palmer they did finally get and i was reading about her approach to it which is really interesting because she was like well as an actor of the stanislavski method you know i really went into the 
you know, what makes this character tick and stuff. And I was like, right. you probably didn't need to do that much for this. Role, wow. I'm, I'm no, glad it shows. You did. <laughs> it shows. Yeah. It definitely, there's, it's not, yeah. not helping. Yeah. No, she's probably the best actor in this movie, I'd say. Oh, 100%. Yeah. She's the only actor in this movie. Yeah. Kevin, well, Bacon. Kevin Bacon's in it, but he's not I, really Kevin Bacon. He's not acting well. He's an actor. This yeah, film just turned 180 degrees. Like, <laughs> you imagine you're having sex with your girlfriend. She gets up. She says, I have to go pee. She leaves. And you're like, I'm going to fucking smoke this joint. My girlfriend's going to come back. We're going to have sex. This is the best night of my life. And then an arrow goes <laughs> through your fucking head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But I know she's definitely yeah, the, the best thing about this movie is when Pamela Voorhees yeah, she on should, screen. She should be in more of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, again, I think, you know, we're doing sp- Spooktober. We're going to be doing spooky stuff the rest of the month. I, I don't Woo! know if I have really many other final thoughts besides, you know, iconic. But I think it this grew into be something greater than its humble origins, whereas Halloween is something yeah. that never got better than the original. So, this has room to grow. They never... You know, it's it's yeah, the opposite of Halloween. They didn't innovate on the formula as much as this... this uh, franchise does i mean when you you're thinking about there's a movie where jason goes to space in the future and kills it. a bunch of people on a space station and that's the same it. franchise as this movie somehow like how do Damn. you get from point a well, to he point also B? fights a burned up pervert janitor jacob i don't know if you remember yes, that right. <laughs> that's of course good. yeah freddy versus jason um they never had a freddy versus jason versus michael right no, or versus leatherface big one yeah yeah we used to do it's that just a right thing i guess, I guess. Again, Pinhead would win because he's kind of just like a god, right? Yeah, he yeah, can do like supernatural demigod. things. But I mean, yeah. all these all these killers are like unkillable supernatural beings eventually, right? Like yeah. Jason is just as indestructible as Michael Myers. At, Freddy you know, doesn't exist. Point. Yeah, Freddy's like but a Michael dream Myers warrior. never fully becomes a zombie dog. He never yeah. goes full supernatural, other than like. He shot it's a bunch of times. revealed that like yeah. a rune of yeah, yeah I know, but he, it I depends mean, I guess on he the does. God did yes whatever <laughs> the Jamie arc it. maybe Paul Rudd yes. arc maybe yeah the Paul she Rudd does, arc yeah Jamie does cut his head off at in H two O right at yes. the end of H two O but then they decide to bring him back yeah and I threw out one of my tricked us my that's right just favorite recommendations while we're talking about this you said goes to space that is probably the deep cut that's the most absurd that is Jason X. I will say uh, a new beginning, which I believe is five, mm-hmm. uh, was originally pitched as Jason versus Carrie, the Stephen King psychic little girl character. Oh. Um, the deal fell through. They keep the plot, so it is about him, of course, fighting a psychic teenage girl, and it rules. So I prefer this franchise to Halloween because it just gets more fun. I understand that Halloween one is a better movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, speaking of Carrie, by the way, I think this movie was also had some inspiration from Carrie, which came out, I want to say, maybe the year before or maybe 77 because it's, it's oh, okay, Star yeah. Wars. It's De Palma. I mean, they, they right. uh, interviewed kids and in cast at the same time, basically, for Star but Wars. Obviously, that was very influential on horror movies at the time as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, trying to see the total number here um, for I, movies. I will say about choice. Jason X. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a, it's all Jake or Mike. Yeah. Sorry, just real quick to cut you off, Jacob. Mike said he's looking at the total number of films. That's the horrible irony of it. There's twelve films. They need to make one, one more, more movie, and, and it's so weird the that they 13th. haven't. Obviously, yeah. the rights are super weird. Where now, I believe LeBron James owns them. <laughs> Great, yeah. Let's <laughs> get him. Let's get him in the movie. Space um, Slash. 
I was just going to say about Jason X, not a yes, good please. movie. A great movie but, is what you're about yeah, to yeah, say. <laughs> yeah, great movie. It does have one of my favorite kills ever in any horror movie, which is, again, it's in the future in a space station. Mm-hmm. And Jason, one of the first kills, I think, when he first appears to them is he takes a, a woman's face and like freezes it with dry ice or like and liquid then nitrogen. smashes it. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. And then smashes it into right a bunch of pieces. Resurrected. And I, th- no. I thought I, I did watch that when I was younger. I was like, that's an incredible kill. <laughs> My favorite kill in that movie is when there's a hologram like of the campers. He's on a hologram. The sexy girls. He, it cuts to him beating one of them to death with the other one in a sleeping bag. Like yes. as a bludgeoning yeah. <laughs> yes. implement. And I will insane. say in the remake, there is an homage to that where he just picks up a woman in a sleeping bag and smashes her against a tree. Yeah. That is my favorite okay. kill in the entire franchise. It's I also how they that. took something goofy and made it fucking brutal for that remake. Yeah. I, yes. The remake is very good. I'm it's interested to see the remake because I don't think I've seen it. It does if, seem like Jason. I, be, yeah, go ahead. Pitch Just it. to pitch to you, watch one, two, and three, then watch the remake because it is a remake of one, two, and three. It's a very clever conceit. Okay. I'm really excited to do that. I'm, but I'm it, yeah. do that. I mean, it's not. It can't be as good as the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. I mean, you know how I feel. I <laughs> forgot how much you like those. <laughs> no, I I do think the Jason mm. that remake may be the best horror remake yes. ever done. I okay. think so. I'll yeah. check it out. I mean, it takes something you've seen the Jackie Earl Haley, yes. Freddy Krueger. It it's better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Earl I Haley, think so. Nightmare I think so. Street. I think so. Um, my problem with Jason, just as a concept, is that I do think he gets too... He's too much like Michael Myers. Like, he's so Michael Myers. Like, he has a mask. Michael Boiler Myers suit. has a mask. He has a, he's a, a big guy in a boiler suit. Yeah. It's, it's like, which way do they hold it? Change it up a little downward. bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which I think kind of leads to my final thoughts because I do – this is what mm. I appreciate so much about this movie is that it is different. Like it's not just some guy. It's it's Mrs. Voorhees, the mother who goes insane after her, after her son drowns. And that's a much mm-hmm. more interesting concept for a, a killer than just a uh, – Another know, Michael Myers, a derivative right. Michael Myers. Let's call Which it Which is what is. Jason becomes. And mm-hmm. so I guess that's always been my problem with this franchise I have nothing against it. I just think Halloween, and I don't even like most of the Halloween, the later Halloween movies. No but, one does. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, love H2O. But maybe I should I watch. I love H2O. H2O yeah. is good. One of the best later ones. That, that was high in my um, ranks. I got Letterboxd. Yes. I don't think we did Letterboxd. Yes, Doc. Yes. But I guess what I'm wondering, should I do what we did with Halloween two years ago and watch every if in this franchise? by the time we get to our Spooktacular, which is, of course, the final episode of Spooktober that we do, Normies. Coming out on Halloween. Yes. yes. Checking in weeks on all in October we go through. This year. So we got five weeks of Spooktober. If yeah. you come to that episode loaded for bear with the fact that you watched 12 Jason films and you read me your rankings, I will be so fucking going to blow your mind. mind. Yeah. Yes. I might join sure you on that journey. <laughs> Do I'll it, pick guys. the Rob Zombie it, Halloween of this of this franchise yeah. somehow, and you'd be like, "You like that one?" Yeah, that'll yeah. probably happen. Uh, yeah, that would be takes Manhattan. I would be very <laughs> curious to hear what you think of that. That universally sure, yeah. considered the eighth film, the least liked of the entire franchise. So, yeah. Oh, man. I think that's. No. I think maybe Joe's got to happen. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Hey. Yeah, I've seen a clip that I think Joe likes to share the a radio lot, which clip. is. Uh, a punk like listening to music with a boom box and then being killed mm-hmm. in very funny way. Gets his head literally <laughs> punched off by off Jason. Of yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Incredible. Um, well, I, I, th- I guess that's going to have to happen this year. I no, love I might, it. I, I love I it. I might consider that too. It's, they're all going to be 90 minutes anyway. 
But uh, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely, bare minimum, listeners, watch this movie, watch two, watch three, and do the remake if you're curious about more of kind of the lore, that, like, about, you know, Friday the 13th and Freddy and right. Pamela. I think the twist with her is equivalent from 1980 to the way we felt watching Malignant. Like, yes. It yeah. just gets, it's so, like, what it gets, is happening? What movie It turns in? into camp well, so fast. Like, it's, yes. it's fairly straightforward, Imagine. and then all of a sudden it's super campy and, and interesting. Yeah. Think about if in Psycho, it wasn't revealed to be the Twinkie little son and the skeleton in the wheelchair just stood up and like attacked you. You'd be like, ah, yeah, right. <laughs> like that level. I was thinking about uh-huh. it. This movie is basically a reverse Psycho. Yeah, it is. Right. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Randy All right. Perkins. Yeah, well, Camp we Crystal Lake. We should do a Psycho episode. We've never done that. Or a Hitchcock yeah, we episode. Do that. We should do a Hitchcock episode. That's really interesting. That's a good uh, next October time, it's good I think. October, yeah. 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 But well, um, for this time, you know, we've exercised some demons. Now we've uh, gone to Camp Crystal Lake. Next week, we're just going to go get some candy a little early. You know, before sure, Halloween, nothing, talk to the candy man. could happen there. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. this is one I'm really scared. So let's see. <laughs> right. Let's see how we do, boys. Just don't say yeah. his name too many times. Um, uh, uh, how do you feel about gentrification? These are all the questions that are. How do you feel about Ted Raimi, <laughs> Sam Raimi's brother? <laughs> mm, right. No, A rare feel, Michigan made um, film. So he's in the first scene. Yeah. Sorry. Hell Tony yeah. Todd. No, I like when I like when horror also tries to do something social commentary wise. Texas Chainsaw does that, even though people don't realize it. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm st- I'm excited to do the Candyman uh, films as well. Um, yeah, should be a trade. Um, yep, uh, I'm shout looking out forward to, to it. Yep, I just want to shout out Japanese metal band called Crystal Lake. Yeah, very good music. Yeah, uh, that's hilarious, and they're they're excellent. So Crystal Lake. Yeah, I yeah. know them as well. Yeah. If you, if you ever really want to blow your mind, I believe it's called. Crystal Lake Memories or Camp Crystal Lake Memories. It's an HBO documentary. I think it's like seven or eight or maybe even like 13 or 12 hours long where they wow. interview everybody who's made everything. And it's based on a pretty famous coffee table book. So if you're a mega fan of this franchise. Wow. I'm, I'm seeing it here. Yeah, that's awesome. They got everybody. In room. And I like I'm a Kane Hodder, Jason guy. Many different actors have played that role, you know. Sure. Um, so, I don't know. That would be interesting. Corey Feldman do... appears in these series at one point and he plays <laughs> an amazing character. I think there's something fascinating about after just watching this one, because it is a simpler, cleaner movie. And this will be my final, final thoughts. Because mm. seeing this documentary just hit me. It's like I am kind of fascinated in just the lore of mm. this franchise. Like, that's why I want to go to two and three and the remake and just even seeing these interviews. I'm like. It does end up being derivative Friday the Thirteenth or Jason or Michael Myers. Sorry, long day, but yeah, th- there's something about it. It has a charm, and it starts with Pamela. If Pamela didn't exist and it was just hockey mask guy, the franchise is like pretty fucking boring. But the fact yeah. that that's always there in the background—that's she's always there. That, yeah, that's yeah. what makes it work. So, I mean, at the end, have of you guys day, seen yeah. Jason Lives? Do you know how he comes back from the dead? I haven't seen Jason no. Lives. No, mm. not the. I've never the been that lore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see how they explain it in part two. I will. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, My at the end of the day, like, I do like that they tried to make a Halloween knockoff and made it weirder than they could. Like having this twist just makes it so much more interesting and yeah. worthy of watching to me that if it was just Jason, as we know him, I just wouldn't be as into it. So mm-hmm. I give it, you know, not a very good movie, but I enjoyed it in a weird way. 
you know, we yeah. keep relating to what it would be. It's like truly, Jacob, if in Halloween, Donald Pleasance in that last scene turned to him and was like, no, when I say he really was the boogeyman, like, we'll take the mask off. Look, he's a monster. And you'd be like, oh, and like, right. it would just like cut to black. And you're like, right. wait, really? he was like a monster the whole time. Like, what <laughs> yeah. was going on? I don't know. It's open ended. It was yep. maybe a dream. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, now I'm thinking. Mm hmm. Yeah, but you know, important movie. Just again, everything's copying everything. But I'm glad we watched it. You know, me too. I had never seen it, so yeah. I, I guess next year we're gonna have to keep going on the the staples and do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I, uh, finally watch that burn up pedophile! Wow, <laughs> I'm least interested in that series. But yeah, I could, bitch. I, could, I could do it. <laughs> bitch. He's not my friend. It's when I no. think of these guys, Freddy's the one guy. I'm like. I don't even want you like coming near me now. <laughs> like you fucking uh-uh. get out of here, dude. I don't even want to own your DVDs. Well, he's yeah, interesting because I you know, know what you're up to. Jason and <laughs> Michael like are it. so quiet, like they don't talk, and he's the opposite. He's wisecracking, making hey, puns. How are you? <laughs> and that's yeah. nineteen, you know, eighty four. So things yeah, are, things have a been little different era. in the horror landscape. Yeah. Are you done here? Yeah. Any trash I can take away? <laughs> Just imagine yeah. him as your actual janitor. <laughs> Well, we had time to have shitty sequels from the other main franchises that made it okay to invent a character like Freddy. I'm not sure if we had right. Child's yeah. Play yet either, but we had yeah. the bad sequels mm. that were like, yep, these are goofy. Yeah, Watch Sleepaway Camp, man. Yeah, I'd throw that in there. We will uh, be doing our run-through, but yeah. Happy Friday the 13th, Normies. Happy, Happy Friday, Friday the 13th, Happy Normies. Spooktober. Yeah. I'm excited to be in the middle of it. Woo! Yeah. You know, it's time. Spooks. Uh, I've never been more scared treat. in my whole life. Uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Spooks abound. And keep uh, listening along. Hit us up with your Halloween recommendations. If you're watching something dope on Shudder right now, and you're like, oh, mm. if you guys liked Friday the 13th, have you seen blah, blah, blah? We want to know that. We want you to contact us at normies underscore like underscore us. Or you can also rate, review, subscribe along with that comment. That helps out the podcast quite a bit. And, of course, watch our YouTube videos as well. That's Absolutely. right. No hockey Thanks, normies. You won't get to see my great sweater that I definitely had if you don't watch the YouTubes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And let me say this. If you write in and say, Colin, will you play Strip Monopoly with me? There's a chance I might. There's a chance I might. You go ahead. You write that in. It's easy. I'll be the shoe. You know, you don't pay rent. You pay with clothes. <laughs> That's Where right. Five hundreds. They're right there. Do not pass go. Monopoly is such a complex dollars. game. Adding any rule on top of it would make it unbearable. Yeah, strip Monopoly. When do you even like? What, like, what, what point do you, do you strip? Here? <laughs> yeah. No, it takes so long. Like nobody's. Everyone's yes. going to be titillated. It's like I'm just. No. Done but do you strip this. when you land on someone else's property? Or yeah. Like, when when you pull the actual action of stripping? Yeah. You went. You don't get your clothes back with the community chest. Yeah. Yes. No. 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 No, 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 no. Normies, if you know the exact <laughs> wow. rules, let us know, please. Let us very know. Serious. Otherwise, we have been your counselors. This uh-huh. is, um, this is uh, what do I want to be in charge of? <laughs> this is uh, Archery Colin. I taught that little asshole how to make that joke at that girl. And I was like, you, you really want to impress girls? <laughs> Shoot an arrow at them. Yeah. <laughs> Almost kill them. Yeah. Harm uh-huh. <laughs> them. Yeah, absolutely. This is um, head of canoe shaving. I left my machete next to the canoes. Uh, counselor Mike. <laughs> Well, you just killed that snake, <laughs> All of us at camp were like, Jesus, you didn't have to do that. I didn't have a great upbringing. I'm sorry. And this is, uh, I guess this will be head lifeguard wearing only a Speedo, Kevin Jakin. 
That's right. Yeah. Hey, quit that running. No worries to play. <laughs> oh, Kids, my gosh. Better watch out. Thanks, That's right. <laughs> See you l- 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 later. Late, late, late. Ta, ta, ta. <laughs> Bye. Bye. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools.